ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Where do you say you're at right now? I feel great. Uh, this is the best I've felt in a long time. Um, I had a real opportunity this summer to really focus on myself, uh, take my time and, and rehab properly um, and get to a place where you know I, I'm comfortable and physically able to compete at the highest level. That's Australian NBA player Ben Simmons sounding renewed, resurgent, refreshed. So will we get a renaissance? It's hard to be certain given we've kind of had cause for hope before, but I'm pretty keen to find out. In fact, there's a lot we want to know as the NBA tips off this week. Just how high is Josh Giddy's ceiling? He's a 19-year-old Frenchman about to transform the league. Which trade has altered everything off-season? LeBron James is nearly 40. Can he still contend? And what of the reigning champs? There are storylines galore. We're going to dig into the lot. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Kane Pittman is a Hoops reporter for ESPN. Kane, we're on the cusp of another NBA season. And frankly, the storylines are overwhelming. There's so many of them. We're glad you're here to sort of work through it with us. To set the scene, we're going to start with the Australian angles and then we'll build into the bigger fish. There are heaps of interesting storylines. Ben Simmons, maybe, maybe returning to his best. Josh Giddy on the climb in Oklahoma. New homes for big names like Jock Landale and Joe Ingles and Paddy Mills. Let's start with Simmons. You know, his renaissance is incoming. How interesting is it? Do you see him potentially getting back to his best? It's a fascinating story with Ben Simmons, as you referenced there, because uh, for those that, that might be not totally across it, this is a guy that individually in the NBA, his personal accolades and awards are as great as any Australian player in the NBA. He was a former number one overall pick. He's been a multiple-time all-star, multiple-time all-defensive player. So he's an elite when he's healthy, but he hasn't been healthy for a number of years. He's had some uh, disappointing moments in the postseason, but I, I think the health stuff is the biggest thing to look at with Ben Simmons. He actually had surgery on two herniated discs over the last couple of seasons. He barely played uh, over those last two seasons, and now he, he looks like he's healthy, and he certainly looks like he's got his confidence back. He's telling reporters in Brooklyn that he can be better than he ever was before, and I think that's probably the most positive thing for Ben Simmons, just seeing that he seems to have his confidence back, uh, not only in his ability, but certainly physically that he can go out and be a dominant athletic force that we've seen before. You know, at the end of the day, I got it back, so. It's all there still. <laughs> yeah, I'm still fast. I can still jump high. I'm still strong, so, yeah. Looks good for where we sit, yeah. Yeah, I looked okay. I'm getting better. Josh Giddy is the one who has all Australian Hoops fans excited. Do you feel like he can go to another level? I think so, and I think we saw it at the FIBA World Cup in August playing for Australia. He was legitimately the leading scorer on that team and the number one option, really, in the fourth quarter of games for Australia. So Boomer's ball, Giddy, driving left, laying on the right, the floater, perfection. It was a disappointing result overall for the team, but I think we saw Josh Giddy go uh, to another level, and he's still only 21. He is actually extension eligible next next off season and he is tracking towards signing the richest deal any Australian NBA player uh, has ever signed. So Giddy is no question the future of Australian basketball and he's already taken the reins from the World Cup. So he's going to uh, in line to have a big season and this is a Oklahoma City Thunder team that is a very popular pick to be one of the big risers. Speaking of young talents and if we look beyond Australia and go more global, I don't think 
any talent is generating more <laughs> hype than the 19-year-old Frenchman Victor Wembanyama, seven foot four, eight foot wingspan. I think everyone accepts he will transform the NBA at some point, but do you think he can do it as soon as this season? Well, we've already seen in a couple of preseason games the highlights and the the athletic ability of this man, as you mentioned, at seven foot four is absolutely out of this world. And sometimes you see guys when they're seven foot or above they struggle to keep up with the little guys. They struggle to def- defend p- particularly, but Victor Wembanyama, with his ridiculous wingspan, he is able to get himself in bad positions on the floor and still recover just by the size and length of this guy. So he's going to be absolute must watch. Spurs harass Wallace into a turnover and He's playing for a San Antonio team that struggled a little bit over the last few seasons, and all of a sudden, uh, they are going to be absolute must-watch, and I think that he's going to have some of the most ridiculous highlights across the league all season. I think basketball fans are invariably drawn to big names (laughs) moving teams, right? And how that might sort of shake things up. Dame Lillard's move from Portland to Milwaukee was one that seemed to grab the headlines from the United States in the offseason. Just how significant could that move be to the overall picture in the NBA? Yeah, this is a major trade. So Damian Lillard, just for some background here, he's a seven-time All-Star, a seven-time All-NBA player, and he has spent the first decade of his career with the Portland Trailblazers, a small market team, and they had playoff success, but they weren't able to get to the NBA finals. They weren't able to win a title. He's now 33 years old and he wants to win a title, but he's still playing high, high level basketball. You know, I don't think it's a secret how much I want to win. And uh, that's how we got here today. And I think they want to win equally as bad as I do. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited. I couldn't be more thankful uh, for this opportunity to be a part of this organization, to play alongside Uh, the best player in the league. He requested a trade to Miami originally. Ultimately, he finds himself in Milwaukee, another small market team. But the Bucs, Milwaukee Bucks, did win the title in 2021. Their best player, Giannis Antetokounmpo, is going to play alongside Willard now. These two superstar players have not played next to a player the caliber of either Giannis or Lillard. So I think it's going to take a little bit of time. And then for the Bucs, they also had to trade away Drew Holiday, who might be the best perimeter defensive player in the league to acquire Lillard. Holiday for three. It's good. Drew Holiday goes up at over 30. So I think it's going to take some time uh, for the Bucks to figure it out, but no doubt they should be one of their favorite teams in the East to get through to the finals. Fascinated to see how Holiday goes at the Boston Celtics, a team, you know, perennially seemingly in contention, but the other player that I think a lot of people are really interested in is Chris Paul and him linking up with Steph Curry, (laughs) Steve Kerr, the Warriors and co. Uh, Do you think Golden State will be in the title frame with Paul moving over from Phoenix or is this team just looking a little bit old? Well, they are on paper. There's no question. But Chris Paul, again, you're talking about a 12-time All-Star, an 11-time All-NBA player. He's now 38. Chris Paul, the smallest man on the court, taking up on himself. 1.2 seconds left. CP3 for the win. But I think the biggest question for Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors is going to be what to do with Chris Paul playing alongside a two-time MVP in Steph Curry, a superstar, one of the greatest shooters to ever play the game in Clay Thompson. And if you look at Chris Paul, he has played 1,214 regular season NBA games and he has never come off the bench. 
And Steve Kerr has said, look, we're going to start Chris Paul to start the season. They think that that's what they're going to try and do. But I think it's just going to be fascinating to see all those big names in the same backcourt. Yeah, I mean, we basically have six starters, I mean, the way I look at it. And um, only five can can go each night. So um, I haven't decided yet uh, what we're going to do. I want to see training camp. We're going to try different combinations and, and take a look. Obviously, all six guys are going to play. But the Warriors... Uh, with Steph Curry, they've already won four titles together. They're looking for a fifth, but they again are going to put themselves in the mix, but the Western Conference is absolutely stacked. And speaking of aging greatness, LeBron James, he's going to turn 39 <laughs> in about two months. What's your sense around where the ceiling might be for LeBron James and the Lakers this NBA season? Well, the Lakers clearly still are going to be led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis, their superstar duo, but just just on LeBron. So he's entering year 21 now of his NBA career. As you referenced, he's going to be turning 39. And there was a stat that went around a few weeks ago, which is just a, a little window into the greatness of LeBron. So there has been uh, five players that have, have reached at least year 20 in the NBA. None of those players have averaged more than eight points per game. Last year in year 20, LeBron averaged 29 points per game, and he still just does not look like he's slowing down at all. So uh, I think we all have, for the last five years, wondered when it looked like LeBron was going to have a drop-off. Certainly there's been some health concerns, but as long as he's healthy, I didn't see it happening this year. I like the Lakers, some of the additions they made to their bench. And uh, again, they made the conference finals last year, but I think they're going to be uh, near the pointy end of the West. Absolutely wild to think his career is the same age as Josh Giddy, but there you go. <laughs> uh, we've saved the best to last. And I feel like I've mirrored the broader NBA community in failing to talk about Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, uh, the reigning champs inexplicably. Uh, does it feel like they might be underappreciated right now? It's over. At last, the long wait is over. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets can finally call themselves NBA champions. Definitely. But uh, as we do know uh, across the NBA, sometimes if teams don't make major changes in the offseason, if they just have the continuity, that's not where the headlines are. And, And for the Nuggets, they've brought back the majority of their roster that won the title last year and won the title easily. They were 16 and four in the playoffs. They were eight and one after the conference finals and they've kept their four best players, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. All four of those guys are 28 years of age or younger. So they feel like they're just moving into their window right now. So there should be more attention on the Nuggets. And to be honest, if you ask me to pick who is going to win the title, I wouldn't be able to go past the champs right now because I think they are the safest pick. That is a beautiful place to leave it. Kane Pittman, thank you so much for getting us across all the biggest storylines for the NBA season. We appreciate your time. Anytime. Thank you. Headlines. Alyssa Healy's WBBL season is hanging by a thread after her hand was hurt in a dog attack. The wicketkeeper intervened to stop her two pooches fighting, which resulted in a severed artery in her right index finger. Uh, I've got two puppy dogs that um, we were having a bit of a a rough and tumble. Um, it got a little bit uh, more than that. And unfortunately, I got my hand in uh, in the wrong place uh, at the wrong time. And yeah, my right index finger um, took a bit of a battering. Unbelievable. She's hopeful of returning for the back end of the domestic T20 comp before Australia's multi-format clash with India in December. Australia's wheelchair rugby team has won the World Cup gold medal in Paris. They knocked over Canada 53-48. Still has missed a medal at the Tokyo Paralympics entirely, but will head to the Paris Games as favourites. 
and a frustrating US Grand Prix for Oscar Piastri, who jumped four places on the first lap in Austin into sixth. But a collision meant the Aussie's car was damaged and he retired shortly after. Max Verstappen won the race. He claimed his 50th career Grand Prix win. He's good. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Mick Radojkovic. Have you been following the Cricket World Cup? Us too. And if you're not listening to the Grand Sound Cricket Pod, you are missing out. It is great complimentary content. Corbin Middlemass and Ed Cowan have the best analysis going round. Get that on the Listen app or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Thanks to the NBA and FIBA for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.